Hello everyone, my name is Lily and someone allowed me to have access to a microphone, so now I'm going to make it everyone else's problem. Music has existed since the beginning of humankind. Since the first time a caveman beat a stick on a drum all the way up to Coachella, music has been around forever. Now, thankfully, music has come a long way since the caveman and has continued to become a large part of everyone's life, myself included. A story my mom used to tell everyone is that when I was only a toddler, I was able to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on my plastic pink Barbie piano. Granted, it was awful and very out of tune, but my mom swears by it up and down. Now, nobody believes her, but given my innate love for music and playing instruments, it wouldn't surprise me if I actually did. For a lot of people, music is a way of self-expression and freedom. You can tell a lot about a person simply from their Spotify playlist alone. However, not all music is going to leave an impact on the world, even though it might have a strong impact on you personally. A good example of this is Alec Benjamin's album, Narrated for You. The first time I listened to this album, I just had to take a minute for myself to simply process what I had just listened to. Every song on it seemed to resonate with me in such a personal way I couldn't believe it. It almost felt like the album was written specifically for me. I'm sure everyone has had that moment, and for me, it was narrated for you. However, even though Alec Benjamin had amassed a bit of a name for himself at the time, it wasn't until his second album, These Two Windows, that more and more people began to learn his name. This confused me, but what I realized is that the album wasn't as popular because it was worse, far from it. But Narrated For You was Alec Benjamin's rough draft. These two windows was the final product. Let's get a bit more into that. I discovered Alec Benjamin and his music when I was 11 years old. I remember the day very well, in fact, for no particular reason, call it the perks of having ADHD. I was on my bed, up later than I was supposed to be, just scrolling through YouTube on my cracked iPhone 6. I was in a heavy nightcore phase, music sped up to make it sound as if anime characters are singing. I know, cringy. But that's how I discovered most of my music at the time. I was listening to a pre-constructed playlist when I heard Alec Benjamin's song Paper Crowns for the first time. I must have listened to it over and over again for a good 30 minutes. Not because it was particularly groundbreaking, but simply because it was a catchy tune. One of those earworms that I could not seem to get out of my head. I loved the song so much, I bought it without asking my mom first and added it to my personal playlist. I went diving for more songs by the artist, and I was successful in finding a few, but not much. At the time, he seemed to be one of those self-produced artists who only released one or two songs a year. But I didn't care and wasted no time binging every song I could find with his name on the cover. Years passed without a new song from Benjamin. I continued to discover new music and songs I enjoyed, and Paper Crowns had long since stopped being my favorite song, but I could still never bring myself to skip it when it came up on my playlist. I remember sitting in my sophomore geometry class on my phone when once again I was not supposed to be, and seeing on my YouTube feed that Alec Benjamin had not just released a new song, but an entire album, narrated for you. I immediately forgot about whatever formula we were learning about in class, popped in my earbuds, and pressed play on the album. As the first song, If We Have Each Other, started to play, and Benjamin's voice flooded into my ears. His voice was a lot more mature than it was when he had recorded Paper Crowns, but it was the same... It was still the same angelic tenor that I had recognized from that night all those years ago. I allowed song after song to play until I reached the end of the album. I went home and continued and let the album play in my ears, blocking out the sounds of my divorced parents fighting over the phone, blocking out the voice of my mom yelling about, yelling about me about my grades. One song in particularly stuck with me. It was the song Steve, because at the time I was questioning my sexuality, and the song was about Adam, Eve, and Steve. Adam and Eve... Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, is a popular argument against homosexuality. So hearing that, I was just 
blown away. Oh my gosh, this is okay. Let's give it a bit of a listen. I know the Bible isn't perfect because it left one person out. There was Adam, there was Eve, and there was someone else around. Yeah, I think his name was Steve, and he was passing through town. When he heard a snake whispering to Adam in the garden, take the fruit, it's good for you, Steve said, I beg your pardon. I know it's not my business, but will you just hear me out? While that song might not be number one on the album, it was number one to me. It was my favorite song for a long time. And every song on the album is just as good, if not better. So why wasn't this album as popular? At the time of the album's release, I was already in a pretty bad mental state, with my dog having just been put down after losing a battle with liver failure, and my parents' divorce taking over my entire world. Each of my parents had decided to use me, their 15-year-old eldest daughter, as their personal outlet to complain about the other. I was simply overwhelmed, and narrated for you offered me the escape from reality I so desperately needed at the time. Songs about family, heartbreak, abuse, and crime filled the void it left in my heart by my dog. And even though our experiences were widely different, I couldn't help but feel that the album was made specifically for me. After all, how else could it have known exactly what I needed to finally start healing? After Narrated For You was released, Alec Benjamin's career exploded. Even though he wasn't topping any charts or winning any Grammys, more and more people began to learn his name. He went on to talk shows, opened for some major celebrities such as Camila Cabello. He even went on tour across America and Europe for the album. He was no longer an artist making songs in his bedroom, but a full-time musician. He went on to release another album, These Two Windows, which was even more popular than Narrated For You, and solidified his place in the music industry. These two windows exploded and got nothing less than shining reviews and reception, but to me, it was just never as good as the album I fell in love with. After all, as popular as these two windows got, it was narrated for you that truly launched his career. In interviews, Alec Benjamin states that the album was inspired by a girl he liked in school who rejected him and the lessons he's learned growing up. This, this comes across in songs such as Water Fountain and Annabelle's Homework, where he sings about unreciprocated feelings for a girl. Some may argue the subject does not hold as much weight as the, as the theme of his later album, which was inspired by Benjamin's spiraling mental health, as shown in songs such as Mind as a Prison and Demons. But that's exactly why it's not as good as narrated for you. In these two windows, Benjamin sings about some extremely sensitive issues, such as suicide, mental health, and societal injustices. Now, that's not to say narrated for you does not cover some intense issues, quite the contrary. But people struggling from these issues might find the subject matter triggering and can bring them back to a place they could be desperately trying to escape from. These two windows brings awareness to these intense issues, narrated for you, offers an escape from them. While researching this album, I was extremely surprised to find very little information on it. There were a handful of interviews with Benjamin discussing the album and the songs on it, and a plethora of reviews, most of which came up positive, but nothing discussing its impact on music or the impression it left. I then realized the reason for this, as much as it pained me to admit it, is because in terms of music, it didn't leave an impact, at least not to the extent of these two windows. There were no chart-topping songs, no Grammys, only one song won an award, and that was the song that was released early. So after a bit of digging, I realized it wouldn't find its importance in, number, in, its, in numbers or awards, but in their absence. 
These two windows proved that Alec Benjamin had staying power as a performer, but it was narrated for you that proved he had the potential for it in the first place. Every artist's goal is to improve in their craft, to always be better than they were the day before. So the fact that Alec Benjamin had an album that did leave an impact on the world, after one that was only well-received, proves that he is growing as an artist, and that he will continue to grow with time. Narrated for you may have pulled me out of a dark place, but I can't expect everyone to share that sentiment. Overall, Alec Benjamin has proven that he is capable of making music that will resonate with people and help them out of dark places, and that is something he should be extremely proud of. 